0: I know. Now, nah, now, nah, midline. Break. break, 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 break. Ready. Break, set.
1: Sit, hike. safe. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. Hello. Happy Monday, y'all. It's your boy Jason here, my partner JC to my right, and it's another episode of J&J Every Day, man. Action-packed Sunday, action-packed weekend, Bills um, beat down the um, Seahawks, Devin Haney um, retains his title, but uh, let's start and run through the picks first and foremost, man.
0: Yes let's sir, recap
1: man. this NFL Sunday. Yes,
0: sir. Uh, let's start it off with the Atlanta win, man. Big. You chose against Atlanta. I
1: sure did.
0: Of course I did. Oh man, coming in, coming into this day, mm-hmm. um, coming into today, I'm up one, man. I was down three coming into this weekend.
1: Ah, I'm
0: finally up one coming up in, in our 150 dollar bet. But, uh, yeah, Atlanta beat the Broncos 34 to 27. It got fishy in the end. Uh, the Broncos almost came back.
1: It definitely did get a little dicey, and everybody's sitting there like, ah man, here we go again. They scored twenty-one in the fourth, and we're sitting there like, here we go again, another Bron- I mean, another Falcons collapse. Are-, are you serious? But no, they're able to hold on. Uh, and so right now, man, with, with Raheem Morris, um, as interim head coach, three and one so far on the season
0: still bad defense they've allowed 300 or more passing yards and now they're seventh out of their ninth game this season so we'll see if that hap- um if that's going to continue to happen but i think it, it will probably
1: gotta be able to get stops man they, they gotta be able to get stops on defense but i'm um, on the jerry judy man
0: man great year 14
1: at. targets seven receptions 125 yards and a touchdown um, and he might be one of the best route runners in the league already, man. This kid is phenomenal. Um, but and uh, but Julio Jones, man, let's talk about him. We always talk about he can't get a touchdown in the red zone.
0: He finally got Fire, one.
1: Hey, listen, that, the footwork on that touchdown was spectacular. Um, he had five catches, 54 yards, and a touchdown. So, yep, Falcons are able to hold on, man. They moved to 3-6. and six. Okay, okay.
0: The next game we got, it was a stunner. The Seahawks lost. It's crazy.
1: The Seahawks didn't just lose, man. The Seahawks got ramrodded. They lost by ten. The game wasn't as close uh, as we, uh, you know, as you thought. Uh, this is the second very bad game we've seen from Russ. This is even worse than the Cardinals game. Two interceptions, two fumbles lost, four total turnovers. Um, but on the flip side, Josh Allen, we gotta talk about it. He was phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Another yesterday, game.
0: Man. Uh, this is fifth game with 300 or more passing yards. I don't think he had any of that last year.
1: Seattle ten game East Coast win streak snapped. Um, I mean right now, listen, the Bills is their best start since '93 when they won the Super Bowl and they became just the 13th team in NFL history to record 20 plus first downs in every single game of their first nine games. Um, the last two teams that achieved that made the Super Bowl. 2018 Rams, 2017 uh, buf- uh, Patriots, and Buffalo achieved this once before, in '92, the year another year they made the Super Bowl. But and, uh, who was Buffalo's
0: top receiver today?
1: Um, yeah. uh, um, give me a second. Stephon Diggs,
0: 118 yards, um, and then John Brown with 99. 99 yards.
1: Gabriel Davis, you know, he said, yeah, "Let yeah. me add my two cents in and give you 70." So they were oh, on all. They listened. They had a couple, you know, it was, I, I think in two to three weeks. The Bills, the kind of like they were stumbling, st- struggled with the Jets. Um, but this, this is a statement victory on the Seahawks side. Um, they, they got problems. Yeah, I'm man. very. They cannot Those stop. Those two leak. are
0: now um, the eleventh uh, different ninety-yard receiver that they've had Whoa. this year. They're eleventh. Whoa. 11 receivers have had 90 yards on the Seahawks this year.
1: Seattle's given up the second most yards through eight games in NFL history. Only other team that had given up more, the 2012 Seattle Seahawks. But, man, right, listen, they got problems. Their defense cannot stop a a nosebleed currently. They haven't held anybody this season to less than 23 points. And that was the Miami Dolphins who scored 23 points. Other than that, they got the Cowboys, 31 points. 49ers to put up 27 points. So every single week, Russell Wilson has to be a Superman. Every single week, he has to be a Superman. Listen, they will not. Jamal Adams, he's been out. I think yesterday was his first game back. He made a little bit of an impact. But whoa, they got to shore up that defensive side of the ball quick.
0: Yeah, um, it's just not looking good for them. Mm -hmm. And Russ, with three red zone interceptions this season, it's not looking good. He has to um, do so
1: much. They have no run game with The him. only
0: bright spot is um, Russell Wilson and D.K. Metcalf. D.K. Metcalf in his uh, fourth out of his last six games, getting 100 receiving yards or more. D.K. Yep, saved your day yesterday. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> saved yeah. my day. But, yeah, um, Russ, we love him. They got to get him some help at the running back position. Obviously, you know, no Chris Carson right now. And defensively, got to get some help
0: moving on um Baltimore slow start against the Colts
1: very slow start man
0: but then they picked it up they only had 55 yards in the first half
1: they trailed 10-7 at the break and after that they went on a 17-0 run in the second half Lamar Jackson 19 for 23 no touchdowns no interceptions 170 yards you know rather 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 regular pedestrian game for Lamar on the ground though 13 carries 58 yards and a touchdown man.
0: Yes, sir, and a touchdown. That's <laughs> okay, so
1: all you needed was that touchdown, man. But this is the Ravens' first win against a, a a winning team this season, man. First win against a winning team this season, and then on top of that, I had a uh, give me a second here, man. Well, I mean, they've Cause. only so
0: that means they've only played two winning teams.
1: Oh, okay. So that was that was y'all and, and the other team. But I got some, I got some little screenshots from Rich.
0: That's in Pittsburgh. I
1: rebar. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. you lost to Pittsburgh, too.
0: And this is their first um, win from behind. I think it might be his first win in behind his career. We're talking about Lamar Jackson.
1: Just some little, I got some stats from his name is at Lord Reeves on Twitter. Rich H- H- Rebar, I believe. NFL analyst. And just some, I'm going to read these real quick because these, these, again, they're going to be more magnified, in my opinion, when the playoffs arise. Forty-six and a half percent of Lamar's pass attempts have come on non first down attempts needing on non first down pass attempts needing seven plus yards. That's the highest rate in the league. Translation. When he's asked to throw the ball on second, third, fourth down, there's always a second and long, third and long. Almost half of his, um half of his passes, man. And only thirty three percent of his pass attempts have come on first down. That's 33rd out of 36 qualifying QBs this season. You know, so the Ravens are kind of very predictable right now where teams are loading up on first down because they know Lamar is not going to run the ball. Um, So I don't know, man. Ran yesterday 17 times on first down, 2.5 yards per play. Threw 10 times on first down for 8.1 yards per play. So, again, the results, you see what the results are. What the coaching staff is doing currently is a little – it's a little bad. Yeah, it's a little baffling. 3.9 rush yards per play on first down. So, and last year it was 5.1. So, it's just some alarming things, man, to keep an eye on when you're watching the uh when you're watching the Ravens moving forward. Mm-hmm. Next game up was a barn burner. That thing right there had JC. I, seen, I Listen, he might say he didn't have a bead of sweat rolling down. I seen a bead of sweat roll down. What you game are you talking about? I'm talking about the Carolina Panthers and the Kansas City oh, you talking about, about cheese.
0: my cheese, man? Oh, let's get some gunshots over hey. here for uh, my man Andy Reid. Andy! all all-time in, in wins, man.
1: I like to call him Fat Andy, but I don't usually call him that a lot because I feel like, you know, people might think that's rude or something. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure you appreciates it. appreciates it. Patrick Mahomes, man, 30 for 45, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Took a sack for five yards, man. The ground game wasn't really going yesterday. Um, 12 carries for 30 yards, but, man, through the air was a nightmare. Kelsey was unstoppable. Um, So was Tyreek Hill. He had 113 yards and two touchdowns, man. Yeah,
0: but give it up to Carolina, man. They put up a great fight. Scoring, uh, good taking up a lot of time off the off the clock.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's
0: what was very needed. Um, you just can't stop him, man. Tyreek Hill, a touchdown in eight of his nine games this season.
1: They just could not get the stops when they needed them. I again, I like to your point. I like Carolina. I like you know what they've shown. They are three and six, but I think we all agree. Teddy Bridgewater has played very very well this season. Um, I think he he's definitely proved to me. That he can—he's a starter in the NFL, um, and I can say that confidently. And the, uh, McCaffrey was back yesterday. Unfortunately, he did get yeah, injured. He so got a soldier injuries. Yeah, so we'll his status is goes. up in the air for this week. So, but again, the Chiefs—listen, every game ain't gonna be pretty in the NFL. You're not gonna blow every single person out. You're not gonna win every single game in the shootout. Um, so, you know, this is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're not going to blow everybody out. You're going to have to come from behind. You're going to have to win grinded-out games. This is a grinded-out game. Good win for the Chiefs, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about the uh, the Texans, man. The Texans over here still struggling. Yeah. But at least they got a win in. I think this is the second win of their season. Mm-hmm. Will Fuller with uh this sixth straight game with a touchdown.
1: Will Fuller looked good yesterday. But I, I I mean listen, you're talking about the Texans and we should as well. They won the game. I gotta give the young rookie some praise, man. Jaguars. yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta give the yeah, young rookie um for the Jaguars some some praise. Not we didn't think he was gonna do much. Jake Lutton, um two hundred twenty six for thirty eight, for thirty eight completions, three hundred and four yards, a touchdown and an interception. But he showed he, he showed poise, you feel me? Um backwards against the wall at times. Um, he made he made some nice throws excuse me, some nice throws and he had some nice runs as well. He had a rushing touchdown. So I, I liked what I saw from him. But um look, good win for the Texans, man. And free Deshaun Watson, man.
0: Damn. <laughs> he the one that signed that contract, man. He wanted to be I that, know, man.
1: but free the man, man. Just get get my boy out of there. Sheesh.
0: I picked the Giants. You picked the uh, Washington football team, and they lost 23-20. to It was a close game. Alex Smith came in. It's
1: um, ridiculous. Danny Dimes, 4-0 no against the Washington football team in his career. I feel it. Like it
0: was just a bad game to me, man. I didn't like it.
1: <laughs> it was an ugly game all around, to your point. Alex Smith did have to come in, but he didn't fare pretty well once he came in at yeah. all as well. <laughs> Um, it was it a was tough sledding for for all the quarterbacks. Danny Dons was able to have a touchdown um, and no interceptions. But to your point, man, neither one of these quarterbacks fared well for Washington. Um, Alex Smith came in the game, threw for a touchdown and three interceptions. On 325 yards, it just was not his game. Um, bright side, I mean, Terry McLaurin continues to light it up. Seven yeah. receptions, 115 yards and a touchdown. And Cam Sims... Um, you know, if you're a, a Redskins fan, uh, excuse me, a Washington football teams fan, excuse me there, um, then seeing Cam Sims have have the day he did is, is definitely encouraging. But big props to the um to the Giants. Joe Judge, I think he deserves credit. Listen, the Giants are two and seven, so you're probably saying credit for what? But and if you're third it,
0: or second in the um division as well.
1: Yeah. They're but coming if i right there. If you've watched the Giants play this season, you can't you can't deny that they are definitely undeniably better than they were last season. And I feel like they're definitely I feel like they've been a little bit more competitive, you feel me, this season than they were last season. And I see signs of just like the Dolphins, you see I see signs of a progressing football team. I don't see a team that's just you feel me, like, damn, they probably gonna be in the same spot next year. Next year, I, I
0: probably will be in the same
1: spot. No, nah, I think I think they will be a little better next year. I really do. I think they have some young receivers that they're um, that they're bringing along. Daniel Jones, I do believe, is getting better. And again, we gotta remind, we gotta you know remember or remind ourselves that they're without Shaquan, uh, Shaquan Barkley as well. So I definitely think that the Giants will be um will be better next year. I've liked what I've seen from Wayne Gallman. Um, I've liked what I've seen from Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton as well. So again, I think the Giants will be a little better next year. A little better. Good win for them yesterday, though. Two and seven. Two and seven. <laughs>
0: uh, the uh, the Titans. They we both picked the Titans, and they went ahead and beat the Bears twenty-four to seventeen. Yeah,
1: they wasn't trying to make it look pretty, though.
0: Yeah, it was definitely not pretty at all. Mm-hmm. Both teams, it was just all defensive.
1: Listen, they were up. Um, it was a twenty-four to zero game. Until the fourth quarter, when the Tennessee Titans decided to 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 lay an egg and go to sleep, and allow the Chicago Bears to run off seventeen straight points, you know what I'm saying? So it was a um, it was a butt whipping before the fourth quarter. But to your point, man, Remember that t-
0: touchdown from AJ
1: Brown, phenomenal, man, laid it out, laid out for it, man, he did phenomenal.
0: Six out of the Titans eight games this season has been by one possession, very close this season. <laughs>
1: There's another team in the NFL that I'll bring up their status as well. The Titans have been on the one spectrum of those outcomes of the game. Mm-hmm. This other team we'll mention later has been on the other side. But good <laughs> win for the Titans, man. Six and two so far. Chicago Bears, for what it's worth, five and four, but offensively, we just know the firepower isn't there.
0: Yeah, it's not coming at all. No, nah, it's not coming. The only thing you can say is is the um, the Bears' rushing defense. They held uh, Derrick Henry to under hundred point, I mean, hundred yards. That's all you can do. <laughs> in the Bears' defense. That's literally <laughs> all
1: you can do. It, That's all you you can do. Is, is hope and pray that you know he's not gonna get loose. Three point two yard average, and they kept him out of the end zone too. For what it's worth, so a win day for the Bears' defense.
0: <laughs> we both picked the Vikings to beat the Lions, and they did thirty four to twenty. Uh, Matt Stafford with his fourth giveaway in two games, in his last two games. Uh, the bright spot uh, the bright spot for the Detroit Lions is Marvin Jones, seven receiving touchdowns in his last five games. Hey, man. You just can't stop uh, Dalvin Cook, though. He nah. scored in each game he's played. It's his second big game with over 200 yards and two <laughs> touchdowns. Uh, and they just have their number with Kirk Cousins against the Lions. I think they're five and zero ever since signing him.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just, it's tough sledding, man. It, it, it's very tough sledding. Um, uh, for the Detroit Lions, man, going up against the, the Minnesota Vikings. Like you said, they just have their number. Um, Detroit, sheesh. Try again next year. I know you're only three or five, and you're technically still in the hunt. I do believe the Minnesota Vikings. Hopefully, they can continue to carry this. I feel like the Minnesota Vikings possibly can be finding their stride at the moment. Um, Possibly. Playoff picture, they're sitting in 10th place now. And isn't it the eight teams from each conference this year, right? They expanded it to playoff places, I believe. So, now there's eight teams. So, ahead of them, you have San Francisco and the Chicago Bears. Those are also two teams that I think me and you can both agree we wouldn't bet any money on to make the playoffs in the NFC. Like those are two teams that can, eat, you know, um, uh, San Fran. Everyone's injured in San Fran. Yeah, it's not happening. And Chicago. I mean, the quarterback position is what it's whatever. It's so, possible, but it's not probable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Chicago yeah, yeah. definitely possible, but not probable. So if you're Minnesota, two straight wins. Dalvin Cook has been on a tear so far. Yeah, man, um, just
0: read off them stats, man. Listen, looking crazy.
1: Last two weeks, 56 touchdowns. 50, oh, excuse me, 56 touches, 478 yards, and six touchdowns. Yesterday in the first half for Dalvin Cook, 11 touches, 112 yards, and a touchdown. So they definitely have, you know, what it takes to go on a little run here. We'll see if they can. What we got next?
0: What we got next. Um. Let's get into this uh, Raiders game. We both picked the Raiders to beat the Chargers, and they haven't off a quick. Uh, man, last play. We really to gotta 26. talk about
1: this game, man.
0: What? what good win right?
1: for the Raiders. It was a good win for the Raiders, and they're five and three. I think we should also note that for the Raiders, they are five and three. I, I got, I gotta push that to the side. Man. What? And I love Anthony Lynn. I love him to death.
0: What's wrong? He
1: got to go. <laughs> This clock management from the Chargers, like the last three to four. Remember when I said the Tennessee Titans were on one end of the spectrum of winning close games? The Los Angeles Chargers are on the other. Every single loss, one point, three points, three points, five points, six points, seven points. The clock management yesterday at the end of the halves was just so baffling. I, I haven't. I mean, come on. I think at the end of the first half, they don't even call a timeout. They have three timeouts. They don't call one timeout until there's less than 90 seconds left in the game. And then they call, I mean, in the half, and then they start using their timeout. Like, I just, I don't understand it. I don't. And I love Anthony Lynn, but it's not, it, That's it's unexcusable. Last play, last last drive, nobody, no one has a sense of urgency. No one's hustling to the line. Nobody's, you feel like, I don't know, man. It, it it's disheartening to see because again, they could easily be six and two right now, with just a little bit of a little bit of better coaching. Mm-hmm. And I listen, I gotta put it on the coaching too, because clock management in my mind, that's a coaching thing.
0: Hey, man. So I hey, gotta look, listen. Another fireball offense. The Chargers have lost nine straight divisional opponents. That's,
1: that's a, a that, offense. That's definitely you. a fireball offense. Though that's your division. If, forget winning your other games. If you can't win your division games nice first and straight. foremost, nine. So we're not just talking about you losing to the Chiefs because that that that's a tough win. We know that you losing to the Broncos, and the Raiders too. Anthony Lynn, we love you, but dog, this that man is. We can't. We there's not. We can't. We can't even give you an excuse because you're playing with a rookie quarterback. And usually I'd say, well, you know, he got a rookie. Quarterback. The rookie been playing like a vet. The rookie been playing like a vet. 326 yards, two touchdowns, no interception. He's been playing like a vet. Help him out. Dang. That game was so frustrating, man. Dang. The clock management. Sheesh.
0: Yeah, no, I feel it, man. Uh, it's, it's what do you feel about man. the last play? It's clearly not a catch. I mean,
1: yeah, it clear. Oh, my goodness, JC. Why did you remind? Two straight fades to end the game? <laughs> oh, I feel like I was watching a Washington game. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I hated I hated it. That's how I felt about the last play of the game. It, it was it, it wasn't a catch. Again, terrible play calling. You go to the the fade in my opinion is the worst goal line play. I can't stand uh, nah, it.
0: No, no, no. If you have an elite I receiver, can't stand it works.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I say it's the worst. Okay, let me rephrase it. It's not the worst, but is it's the worst utilized goal line play. There you go. Because teams run it in times when they absolutely should not run it or have no business running it. That that's what I mean. Teams poorly utilize the fade route and the goal line far too often. And yesterday was a prime example. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I mean, just because when you do the fade, in my opinion, you're you're eliminating all the other possible options on the play. Cause you you know you're going when there's a fade route drawn up. You're already, you're predetermined. You know where you're fading yeah, to. I feel like they do it
0: just off matchup. If they feel like they got a good matchup, then go ahead throw it
1: up there. Two straight times. though. again, yeah, you're no, limiting you yourself the to there's times. only one option. All the other, like, come on, bro. But let's, let's, And then let's. you have
0: an elite passer like Justin Herbert. you going to expand that field. Man. Next game we got, man, Pittsburgh snuck out of Dallas over there. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas was up 24 19 <sighs> with, uh, what's his name? Gabbert. Shout
1: out my man Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. Shout out my boy Garrett. Um, one touchdown, one interception. Listen, he definitely he fared better than Danucci did, and in my opinion, listen, I, I'm not gonna. I've seen Garrett Gilbert play. We've seen him play. I don't know why they went to Danucci last week. I'm sorry, you had Gilbert Gilbert on the roster.
0: Coming from the A.A.F. Yeah, so and he's to the
1: AAF. and he's been in the league before, too. Yeah. Like, we know he's not a he's not a blazer out there, but we also know that he can sling the ball. And I'm sorry, last week was not the time to find out what you had in the new Either way, listen, I got to get props to Dallas. They hung in there, you feel me? um. But a good one for the Steelers. I'm not going to overthink it and go too much, you know, um... Go too deep with the, oh, they struggled against, you know, the Cowboys. Because um teams have, teams have letdowns, you feel it's me? But what matters is, in the course of a letdown game, can you pick yourself up? Can you realize you're having a letdown and pick yourself up, you know? And, oh, wait, and that's what Pittsburgh did. Letdown game, fourth quarter, though, money time. Witching hour. Shout out to my man on uh, NFL Red Zone, you feel me? 15, they won the fourth quarter, 15-0. to zero. So, good one for them. And Big Ben doing things he hasn't done um since when? Since 2018. First 300-plus pass yards and three touchdown games since 2018, week 16 at the Saints. I thought you were talking about him running for a first down. I oh, no. He ran for a first down. <laughs> I was like, when is his I'm big <laughs> Last time
0: his big self went up there.
1: Pittsburgh, oh, 9-0. But if you're a Pittsburgh fan, slow down, waving your terrible towels. Last nine teams started season nine and zero, did not win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, they didn't win the Super Bowl. So, be wary.
0: Their be defense wary. has been great though. That's one thing I give it to them. Phenomenal,
1: man. Phenomenal. Takeaways
0: almost every game, if not every game, and they've had a sack in like sixty four straight games. It's looking crazy.
1: They've been phenomenal.
0: Um, Cardinals versus Dolphins.
1: Gunshots, please. Yes, sir. Gunshots for both quarterbacks. Gunshots for both teams. Gunshots for both coaches. Um, honestly, these, 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 I'm smiling because these are the two feel-good stories. or are the two feel-good teams of the season, I think. Because I don't think, you can't, how can you root against the Cardinals, man? And how could the Dolphins too, man? Like, they, listen, these teams have been down for so long.
0: Kyler Murray with 100, 100 plus rushing yards, man.
1: Oh, you want some Kyler Murray stats, bro? Man, that's crazy. You want you some Kyler for? Murray stats? I got Kyler Murray in week nine with a 154.4 passer rating from a clean pocket. First in the league. 106 rushing yards. First among QBs. So, are you telling me this kid is not only not only a prolific runner, but, man, if you can give him a, a clean pocket, he can sit there and sling it? Come on, this is this is the ultimate dual threat right here. This is the ultimate dual ultimate dual threat. He has nine rushing touchdowns this season. It's more than seventeen NFL teams. That's more than <laughs> seventeen NFL teams, man. So phenomenal. Um and the Dolphins Dolphins defense. Has, Emmanuel Agba has been off the Five straight games chart.
0: with a sack or more. Uh Miami, the second straight game with a fumble return, man. Listen not stop it. Listen, again. And their kicker. Brian Seven Flores He's undefeated this uh this uh, the season seventeen for seventeen.
1: You Brian, need that, Brian Flores. We got to give you a shout out. Listen, pressures and dropbacks. They were twenty. They were last in twenty nineteen. They're third in twenty twenty. We got everyone that got put on notice last week when they beat up on the Rams. And you know, a lot of us we probably didn't think they were gonna do it this week. Early in the game, what do we already have? Defensive touchdown. Takeaways tied for four so far. Twenty eighth in twenty nineteen. And opponents, QBR, ninth this year. They were last in 2019, man. And um, points per game right now, they're first in the league, 16.3. Completion percentage on D, second, 56%. And they get a pressure on the quarterback 40% of the time. That's fourth, man. Fourth.
0: Arizona, um, man, they hot on offense as well, man. Hot. 400. is the uh, sixth time that they've had 400 or more uh, total yards on offense.
1: Listen, Kingsbury has been um, – we know he's going to, you know, be able to scheme up offensively. Um, I think the big question we have with Arizona now is, is their defense going to be able to get stopped, you know, to, to help that offense, much like the questions we have with Seattle. And, it, I don't think we can leave without overlooking this as well. I think a lot of us – listen, right, listen what, what's he going to do? He ain't do nothing last week. What's he going to do? On throws, 10-plus yards down the field, week eight, one for three, 15 yards. Week 9, 8 for 11-140 yards and a touchdown. So, second start, he looked pretty good, man.
0: man greatness, greatness.
1: Phenomenal game.
0: And, uh, and then the last game was Morin. The Saints uh, went ahead and took care of the Buccaneers. Tom Brady with zero uh, touchdowns and three interceptions for the third time in his career. Last time he did that was 2006, and the time before that was 2 3
1: Um... Okay, where where should I start with this one, man? You said uh oh, well, uh, Tom Brady has only been down 28 points 3 times in his career before last night.
0: Last time was against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm.
1: 41-14 beat down before that, week 15 versus San Francisco. They lost 41 to 34 and before that, 03 against the Bills. Lost 31 to 0. 31 to 0. But um yesterday, listen, Brady just they I, I don't they gotta get more creative on offense. He just looked like a shell of himself yesterday. Players were dropping the ball. Him and Antonio Brown weren't on the same page multiple times last night. Um and Mike Evans, when he faces Marshawn Lattimore, whoa. Marshawn Lattimore usually has him in, in, in handcuffs, man. That that's been a kryptonite of his. So I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just as stunned as you. We was together when we seen the game last night. We was both sitting there like, bro, is it really twenty eight to zero right now? What? Brady, three and out on the first three drives. First time in his career, he's ever gone three and out on his first three drives. First time in his career, I'm. First time in his career he ever gone he's ever went three and out on his first three drives, and five out of his seven interceptions have come against the Saints this season. So that was the last game we had to review for the for, for the um for the week. So I will ask you right now, we had the halfway point of the season. Teams to be in the NFC and the AFC. Oh yeah, we talked about me smacking the table. <laughs> Go ahead, man. What's your team? What's your team to be in the NFC? What's your team to be in the AFC?
0: Well, AFC is very easy, of course. My Chiefs and then uh, the Steelers, right there. It's just to me, it's it's uh, it's me, it's us and them, because you know the Ravens is kind of slacking off, in my opinion, uh, and the Bills, they're there, and uh, you know sometimes they're not. I don't understand what, like you know where the Bills is going, and like I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know how high they are, but to me, it's the Steelers and the uh, and the Chiefs in the AFC side, NFC side. That's really also up in the air because you got Vikings heating up. Packers are still there, but they're up and down as well.
1: Nah, nah but-, but who's the team to beat right now? Now who's heating up? Who is the team to beat today? If you in the NFC and you like, you gonna have to go through that team to get to the Super Bowl. Who's that? Because I'm with you on the AFC. I'm tossed up between the Steelers and the Chiefs, but I gotta go Chiefs. Simply because I feel like they they played a um. The guy quarterback, dude, and the weapons. I got to go Chiefs. I think if it comes down to it, it'll be Chiefs. But I'm wait. I'll tell you my ed, my NFC after you go.
0: Who's- then I would just have to go straight up with the Saints. Damn, man. Because I guess they've only slacked off because they had their injuries, and now that everybody's back.
1: This guy's boring, man. He's just going to take exactly what I was <laughs> going to say. you <He> good. <laughs> Nah, but he's right he's I, I got but agree. the Vikings
0: are heating up and I don't know what the Packers are doing and I don't know what the Bucs are doing because the Bucs, they have lost twice to the Saints mm-hmm. but everywhere to everybody else they look like you know they can't get beat
1: and they lost to the Raiders but we've seen how the Raiders look this season so that's not a bad loss. I gotta agree with you that's why I'm blown damn man this man took took my team and my reasoning the Saints I mean listen they're six and two and to his point they haven't i mean their two top receivers have been in and out of the lineup you know the whole season they've really their their most prolific weapon on the field most of the time has been alvin Kamara. he leads them in receptions and receiving yards at the running back position so i definitely got to agree with jc is definitely the team to beat right now is the saints i know that they've let us down how many years in a row now like two to three years, and I, I know I personally said I'm done with the Saints bandwagon. I know I personally said that because even when they had home court at home field advantage, they still dropped it. But again, with J.C.'s point, I don't know how you can disagree right now. Six and two, um, and last night was the first time we probably saw them at full strength, and, I mean, that was the result, 38-3 to three whooping away from home, so.
0: Yeah, just like the first, just how like how they opened up the season too. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I, I I definitely gotta go with the Saints, man. So yeah, sir. That's the recap and tonight. Uh, now, what do you think of uh, oh, before
0: we get off? We did ask this question on Twitter. Uh, do you think Russell Wilson is still in the MVP conversation? And if so, what uh, ranking is
1: he at? I mean, he's probably still in the conversation, and he probably will be like number five or something at the bottom of the list because I don't think he's dropped all the way out of. I don't think he can drop all the way out based off those two things simply because of what's expected of him. I'll go there because like I fully be split,
0: expect. Man. It was like 53% said yes, he should still be in the conversation.
1: I fully expect him to bounce back. But right now, no, nah, he's not in the MVP conversation. Right now, Patrick Mahomes is the leader, followed by Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know what? No, 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 I got to scratch that. I'm gonna say that's followed by Drew Brees, man. I'm gonna say Drew Brees because we just uh, we just talked about how he's been missing a ton of weapons all season. So I'll go Drew Brees. It's Kyler Murray, then I'll go Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh man, I whew, he probably should be. But I can't I can't put him in there today, especially not after coming off of a loss. And the loss wasn't his fault, I know. And we didn't even speak about that, man. Affordable forty six yards? Forty nine yards? And you came up short on a field goal? When's the last time you saw somebody come up short on a 40-yarder?
0: Well,
1: that, that, that happens. On a 40-yarder? No, you usually miss left or right. You don't usually oh, yeah, come, up come up, up short, up. bro. Like, what? That's crazy. But, um, damn, if he could have eked out a win yesterday, I probably would have him in there. But um, off the laws, I nah, I don't got him in there. I don't got him in there. But, um, yeah, right now, I don't think uh, uh, Russ right now, man, he's definitely like number five for me in the MVP convo. But tonight,
0: yeah, tonight we got, we the, got ourselves
1: a barn burner, JK, JK. A
0: stinker. The Patriots, uh, hey, yeah, hey. Patriots are two and five. It was a racist team. I forgot. I was like, hold on, can we still say their name? Hey. The <laughs> you know
1: Whenever we say this, <laughs> a stinker, man. The game always surprises.
0: Where's the Jets? Oh and eight. Uh, I got the Patriots. I guess.
1: Yeah, look, the Patriots have been slumming. They haven't looked very good. But if there's one thing. I highly doubt Bill Belichick Will do On his In his worst season That is Lose to a Winless Jets team There's a lot of things Bill Belichick Says he will do In his lifetime Probably Losing to a Winless Jets team Is not one of them So yep I gotta go New England man And plus I think Cam I think Cam Got a lot riding On this game man Mm -hmm. You perform badly And lose to a 0-8 Jets team Man Uh
0: News Nunez yep. is withdrawing from the two from UFC two fifty six.
1: Undisclosed health
0: reasons. But this weekend, man, it was some good fights.
1: Yep. We had um I'll just stick with the boxing real quick. Um Devin Haney was able to take down um Gamboa. Um, to down and Gamboa it was a uh, decision. Um, I believe it was unanimous for uh um for Devin Haney, man, so he retains His WBC um, um, lightweight belter. Yeah, he retains his WBC um, 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 lightweight belt currently. So, uh, big shout out to him. Right now, the only other other champions in lightweight, Tiofimo Lopez. He holds the WBO, IBF, and WBA belt. Well, WBC is going to Devin Haney. But, Tiofimo Lopez is the WBC franchise champion, so. It's complicated, but good win for Devin Haney, man. Uh, dominating fight, it wasn't really much there. And Luis Ortiz, if anybody was checking on that fight, yeah, scored himself a vicious Knocked knockout, out, man. Real quick, vicious knockout. Uh, that yeah, that fight ended both. Uh, that fight ended early, man. That was an early one. Mm-hmm. But um, on the UFC, as JC mentioned, man. Yeah,
0: man, big fights. Even the prelims was uh was the best. Yeah. Oh, um. Yeah. Uh, Literally, uh, the performance of the night came in the prelims. uh, Ah. Alexander Romanov with a submission in 4 minutes and 48 Mm -hmm. seconds. Uh, It was great. Trevor Giles went on to win against Bevan Lewis like he should have. Uh, Man, Yan Zionon. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but yeah. She beat Claudia Gadea. Another favorite to win. Giga Chikaze. He won in first round two with a knockout.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that kick was, uh, that was nasty.
0: He had the ear gone, though. That was nasty. Also, it was the fight of the night, uh, Barcelos.
1: I be- yeah, I was gonna say that was Khalid Taha. Lost versus-
0: the ear. I can imagine his big oh, ear. Durant, man. Man. If that you was
1: didn't nasty. see it, I don't think you wanna see it, but yeah, an Elbow took the man's ear off. Nasty. Um, he wanted to fight still, I believe, but bro, he got to go, bro. You can't keep fighting. Steve in um, the fight the 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 main card, Tiago Santos. Yeah. taking on Glover Tech The
0: Underdog Older Fella.
1: Yep. And Glover Tech Rear naked choke in round three. A minute forty nine into the round, man. Great fight. Took down Tiago. Yes, it was a phenomenal fight. All these fights this weekend. One of the one of the best UFC weekends we've had so far this year. Definitely. Even though the year's coming to an end, man. The ear falling out was good cool. Crazy that was sick. disgusting. That was gruesome and gross, and I ain't need to see all that at all.
0: Um, Alabama and LSU is in jeopardy after LSU's COVID test. We'll see how that happens. Yeah, man. Mississippi State also forces their Auburn game to be postponed, Leave. believe. Well, see we'll,
1: we'll see everything moving now. And just so you know, college basketball, man, listen. It's opening back up, you feel me? And Gonzaga, um, um, you know, listen, uh, they've had a phenomenal run under Mark Few. Um, Haven't having been their coach. Only thing they have not accomplished is a national title. You know what I'm saying? And they, they open this season at number one. The AP poll um, has been released for college basketball. Gonzaga rolls in at number one. Um, followed by, excuse, yep, followed by Baylor. Villanova, Virginia, Iowa, coming in number five, Kansas, Wisconsin, number seven, Illinois, number eight, Duke nine, and Kentucky number ten. Okay. So that rounds out your top ten, man, and uh, you need to figure out the rest for yourselves. Like now, nah, Texas at number nineteen. Let's get it because basketball is on the horizon.
0: Uh, NBA: Chauncey Billups and Larry Drew are coming, uh, are joining the Clippers to coach with Ty Lue.
1: We'll see how that goes. I like that. I listen. I like the staff that Ty Lue has been putting together there. I really do. That's a nice little staff they have. Um, and I think that everybody. Um. I think that everybody, uh, you know, is worried about how players' bodies are going to respond to this NBA season. So are NBA health officials. Man, they're worried about how. Players' bodies are going to react to, you feel me, the short layoff and then resuming the season. They're worried about how the two conference champions in specific, how those two teams are going to be doing. You know, we you look at the Lakers and the Heat, um, and then the teams that haven't played since March too. How are those, guys, how are those teams going to, you know, how is their health going to hold up being off for so long? You know, hopefully we don't have a bunch of tears and things like that. But, you know, team doctors right now are, You know, it's a challenging time for them because they're in uncharted waters trying to figure out the best ways to manage and care for these players. So I think that's a huge storyline to watch moving forward. And the Pistons are intrigued by LaMelo Ball. Um, And uh, they said that moving up is definitely an option. So we will, uh, listen, we'll see. uh, um, We'll for sure see what they decide to do. Um, but right now, they hold the number seven pick, and they said they're intrigued by LaMelo. So if they can move up, you know, uh, I definitely believe they will. They'll try to.
0: Thank you guys for listening to uh, yes, episode 242. Yes, sir. That about P-C-H- wraps it up. Saying appreciate guys a lot, every day. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys on Wednesday,
1: I guess. Yep. We up out of here.